Hey y'all, welcome to Young, Black, and Healthy, where we talk about the health within our community. We're your hosts, Aisha Williams, Marcia Ekoramadu, and Jonathan Leonard. Enjoy! Good day, beautiful people. Welcome to the episode of Young, Black, and Healthy. Today we have Dr. Amanda Glass. Um, she's a doctor of chiropractic, D.C. She is a native from Dallas, Texas, and she is currently the clinic director and chiropractor at Functional Health Center in Frisco, Texas. So we are excited to have her here today. Um, now, when I hear the term chiropractor, I tend to think of back pain and treatment. I'm sure it's more than that, but as a child growing up, I would I went to the chiropractor for back pain um, due to a car accident. So that's what um, comes to mind for me. Marcia, when you think of a chiropractor, what, what do you think of? Uh, I have the exact same thought as you. Like, <laughs> um, I think of a chiropractor, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I was in a car accident and I went to a chiropractor, um, you know, crack your bones and... They stretch you and you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't get in a car accident when I was younger, <laughs> but uh, I actually had the great pleasure of being uh, manipulated, and I say that in a good way, by Dr. Glass uh, when she was finishing her schooling. Mm-hmm. And so she made parts of my body pop and crack, and I felt better actually afterwards. So um, that's my experience, but I had a great experience. So, I'm uh, looking forward to hearing what Dr. Glass has to say today. Yes. So, Dr. Glass, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. So, I'm from Dallas, born and raised. And uh, for schooling, I went to Southwestern Christian College in Terrell, Texas, where I received my associates. And then, after that, I went to Baylor University in Waco, Texas, where I got my bachelor's in psychology. And then after that, I finished up and went to chiropractic school at Texas Chiropractic College in Pasadena, Texas, which is right outside of Houston. So um, from there, while I was in school, I did a lot of activities, especially starting to get politically involved. Everybody thinks, like, when you go off to a professional school, be it for chiropractic, medicine, pharmacy, whatever the case may be, you're just going to learn about that avenue of healthcare. But there's a whole other side that's a political side. And so I got involved with a lot of that. I got to go and uh, work a campaign for a chiropractor running for Texas Senate. I got involved with the Student American Black Chiropractic Association. And it is a uh, association that is geared towards all African Americans as well as other people of color that are chiropractors. And our goal, uh, or yeah, the primary goal for that is to gain more minorities, um, educate them and involve them and help them become chiropractors. Um, and so one of the things I got to do with that organization is I became president and I hosted a central regional conference for all the chiropractic students from Texas up to Minnesota, Minnesota back in 2015. And we had about 100 people in attendance. So it was a really good time, really good experience. 
and it kind of helped shape some of the things that I do now. Uh, currently, I am a part of the American Black Chiropractic Association, and I am the co-chair for our national convention for 2018, which we held in St. Louis. So still active politically, and um, I work to just grow my practice and expand the areas of interest, like uh, rehab is one of my big areas that I'm highly interested in. I tend to put most of my patients through rehab, and I create specialized programs. And then I take the principles of rehabilitation, and I apply it to the general population, so be it pediatric, geriatric, uh, and everybody in between. That's kind of just a little bit about me and what I like. Well, thank you for that um, introduction of yourself. Uh, can you let us know and let our audience know, like, more about a chiropractor? What does a chiropractor do? And just um, more about your, your line of work for our audience. Sure. So you guys were kind of all on track as far as what we do. I, we do take, chiropractors do take care of back pains, back aches, neck aches, generalized wellness. But um, just to kind of start off, first of all, the type of treatment that chiropractic care is, it's a natural and holistic um, type of medicine. I have no drugs to offer anyone. I have no surgeries available, nor do I have any injections that I can give any patient. The only thing that I have to use are my hands, and that's exactly what I utilize. Um, how chiropractors treat people is we treat people through an adjustment. And an adjustment, the technical definition is a high velocity, low amplitude thrust to a joint, okay? But I always say like in layman's terms, an adjustment is just a quick, fast, and push to two bones that come together, which is a joint. And you have joints all throughout your body. So if the definition of a joint is where two bones come together, that means in your spine you have joints, in your hips, in your knees, ankles, feet, toes, and then as well as your shoulder, shoulder, elbow, wrist, and hand. So that's what, what we treat basically is the entire body. And chiropractors deal with um, the neuromuscular uh, skeletal system as well as all sorts of conditions. What we do is our goal is uh, through uh, holistic methods of treating the body and allowing the body to heal itself. In your opinion as a chiropractor, why do you feel that uh, in, increasing the number of African-American chiropractors is important? Like what specific needs of our community uh, are, should be addressed or need to be addressed? Oh, okay, good question. Um, first of all, our community does not know about us. There is few far and in between chiropractors that are uh, practicing. So for example, in the state of Texas, there are about 5,000 chiropractors as a whole. If you whittle that down to how many are African-American, um, maybe a couple of hundred. So out of 5,000, only a couple of hundred for the entire state of Texas. Houston and Dallas and Austin are really saturated and that's where you find a majority of African-American chiropractors. So the first, um, reason why we need to push for more African-American chiropractors is what we just need them. We're not seen in our communities. Uh, we are not able to go out and really impact people the way they should. When it comes to health care for African-Americans, we are all on so many medications, diabetes, high, uh, high blood pressure medications, and then whatever complications you get between those two diseases, just tack on another list 
of five to 10 more medications that there aren't. If we had exposure to what chiropractic care is, um, exposure to how wellness care uh, works, because chiropractic and chiropractic care, we do a lot of wellness care and nutrition, it would help our community just be able to be healthier and live better. So that's, in my opinion, why we need to have more uh, African-American chiropractors. And um, in and of itself, it's just good to see, it's another area of exposure for younger people to let them know this is also another career avenue that you could have where you can have a comfortable living as well as really be able to help and impact people. So you mentioned uh, wellness and nutrition. What are some things that our, our audience can do or would come to see you about as far as wellness and nutrition? What are some of the things that you see? That, uh, so are... the first, oh, okay. So like the first thing with uh, wellness and nutrition, uh, when you come to see me, I'll explain to you what that really means. Coming, uh, coming to the chiropractor's office, when we talk about wellness, when we're talking about overall, how are you functioning? So are you able to do um, household chores without shortness of breath? Are you able to walk around the store? Are you able to go outside if you have children, go outside and play with your kids? If you have great kids, are you able to pick them up? Like whatever your daily activities are, are you able to do that? Uh, some people are like, oh, yeah, I can do everything, but, you know, when I've been down, I get a little bit of tightness. Or sometimes, like, I get stuck in a position or my hand goes numb, but that's okay. That's just normal. When it comes to wellness care, your body has so many different uh, preventative measures that it does. And the first thing that it does is you get the tightness. You get soreness. Most people tend to ignore that. And they'll just keep pushing and keep going. But true wellness care starts with addressing those issues. What tightness, what soreness? Because sure, you can push through those things, but over time that's going to build up. And your body's only going to deal with it for so long. Now with that time period, it could be even be 40, 50 years. And then one day you've been down and you pick up the dog food and you have a herniated disc. That's just mm-hmm. a residual of buildup. So when it comes to wellness care, if we start by just, number one, addressing the reasons for the stiffness, soreness, tightness, achiness, um, that's the first part of wellness care. The second part is let's look at your diet. Uh, number three, let's look at what type of exercise are you doing? Now, most people think, if, okay, go exercise, you have to go run. I don't like running personally. Never have, it's not my thing. Um, but what people can do is you can go walk. You can get on the elliptical, you can lift weights, you can go swimming, you can do yoga, tai chi, kickboxing, whatever the case may be. There's all sorts of different uh, avenues for people to exercise. So that's kind of where we start off in chiropractic care with wellness care. We start by looking at and evaluating physically what's going on, um, nutritionally or chemically what's going on, and then we also take a look at a third component emotionally what's going on. Um, if you're emotional, if you're always kind of up and down and never can get a good balance on life stressors, your body's going to adapt to that too. So with wellness care, we want to see, look at all those three factors and see what can we do to help start to get those things under control. Yeah, I know um, when you were uh, in school or finishing up school, one of the things you stressed to me was stretching. Um, uh-huh. You had me in the most painful positions. 
hear like butterflies <laughs> and other stuff, but uh, you you really stress the importance of stretching and, and what that means to my overall health. So, if you could talk to uh, a little bit about that as well, I think the audience would would benefit from it. Sure, sure. So in today's society, we sit eight to ten hours a day with our job, or some people stand eight to ten hours um, uh, a day with their job. Stretching is one of like the easiest and you know, first line of defense is when it comes to just keeping your health. Um, by always being having your muscles in shortened positions and tightened positions, that's going to start to affect different pain receptors, mechanical receptors that are. Uh, in joint receptors that are in bones and muscles. Uh, over time, if you keep them consistently shortened, the muscle in and of itself will shorten and it'll also start to build up scar tissue and adhesions. All of that stuff is eventually going to lead to pain. So mm -hmm. I always tell patients, stretching is the easiest thing to do. It keeps your joints nice and uh, joints nice and lubricated, which allows you to have good free range of motion. And it'll just keep your body from hurting. And then if you just think about it, too, without having all the technical aspects behind it, when you stretch, you feel better. Just think about most people stretch when they get up in the morning, like, ah, I feel better, I feel loose, I feel ready to go. That's why stretching is so, so important. Okay. I I appreciate that because I've been being um, harassed to stretch in the morning and then the evening. Um, yeah. So I'm... I've started doing that, but <laughs> I do, Aisha. <laughs> has been harassing me. He always tells me, did you stretch this morning? And I'm like, no, I, I didn't. But so. I'm looking out for you. <laughs> so, I'm starting to. You know, I, I, I had a um, patient. She's one of my oldest patients that I've treated with chiropractic care. She was 95 at the time. And she would tell me every day when I was, this when I was in school, she'd say, Amanda, you have to stretch. Every single morning, I get up and do all my stretches. This lady is 95 years old, and she can take her foot and have her toes touch the top of her head. Oh, my goodness. So, wow. Yeah, and she was 95, and I was, the only thing she had going on I think, was, like, maybe a cataract or something. But other than that, she was good to go. Like, wow. she could bend and touch her toes. She was super limper. She was still gardening, all that stuff. And so that was the one thing that I will never forget. She was like, you have to stretch every day. That's why I'm still moving and grooving. I said, I see. <laughs> I see. I can't do that, and I don't want to have my uh, foot touched off my head. But that is pretty amazing. Just try. No, I'm good. I don't want to hurt myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dr. Bless, tell us about some of the most common conditions you see in your practice uh, as far as what people come in for. Okay, typically uh, the practice that I have right now is more of a wellness-based practice. So I see a lot of repetitive use injuries, uh, like bursitis and denitis. A lot of things I see are people with radiculopathy, so that's like uh, nerve pain, mm -hmm. shooting either down the off from the neck, shooting down into the shoulder, arms, forearm, and hand, or from the low back, going down into the glute, back of the thigh, and for some even back down towards the foot. Um, I get a lot of sprained strains. I get a lot of headaches. I have uh, children. And so for the pediatric thing, it's more um, colicky, colicky babies, things like that. Uh, some of them get really tight muscles. I've had some with um, severe muscle spasms, but that's kind of the general stuff that I see. And then from time to time, I get um, auto injury cases where people have a lot of sprain strength with lash, that sort of thing. 
So, can you tell us more about the the headaches and how do you go about treating that for your um oh. for your patients? Yeah, chiropractic care is great for treating headaches, and there's a lot of literature and research out um, with chiropractic care and treating migra- migraines in particular. Because uh, migraines are actually, I uh, believe, some of the stats are uh, about 60 percent of the pop- U.S. population has experienced a migraine at some point in their lifetime. And most people, when they get migraines, they're really debilitating. So um, how it works with migraines, all the nerves uh, in your body that innervate your heart, your lungs, your legs, your toes, the little small muscle on the pinky toe, every single one of those nerves come through the spine, uh, come through the spinal cord. And so the nerves that come out from the neck, they go up and innervate structures of the head and face. And sometimes the nerves, especially in the upper portion of the neck, sometimes when you have uh, what we call a restriction, so you're having a decrease in uh, motion, it could be bending your head from side to side or going frontwards and back or even turning from left to right. And your body can also do coupled motion, so you can have a problem bending from side to side as well as turning from left to right. Anytime you have a restriction like that in the spine, especially in the neck, uh, those nerves that inter- that come out in the mid to upper portion, they innervate, they're going to the brain and skull for innervation, or you know, innervation uh, is supply, means supply. Uh, and sometimes when those are restricted, you're going to find that people can have an increase in frequency and headaches, and um, tension headaches, migraines, uh, those are two main causes, uh, cervical genic headaches, those sort of uh, headaches. So what we do is by adjusting uh, a person and opening up the joint space, taking pressure off that nerve, it can decrease you know, decrease or just eliminate their headaches. Mm-hmm. And typically, I'll tell patients when I get them in and their migraines are um, a big concern of theirs, I'll tell them I can't guarantee that I'm going to eliminate the migraine, but uh, my goal is to decrease the frequency as well as decrease the duration. Because for some people, they might have migraines uh, six days a week. But through chiropractic care, if I can get your migraines down to one day a week lasting for 20 minutes, huge victory, huge success. Because now we, they're able to have a better quality of life mm-hmm. um, because they're not constantly being blinded by light or sounds not always agitating them or they're not having to sleep for 10 hours to try to eliminate the migraine. So that's kind of what we do with migraines and um, other types of headaches. Okay, now, do you have um, any recommendations for, like, prenatal care, or do pregnant women come to the chiropractor? And if so, what does that look like? Chiropractic and pregnant women are absolutely amazing. Um, Yeah, there's actually a whole uh, field of study, postgraduate-wise, in chiropractic for pediatric and women's health care. Um, there's a technique out there called the Webster Technique, and it's utilized to help women who have breached births. So while the baby's still in utero, um, and the baby kind of flips and feet first mm-hmm. instead of head first, yeah. there's a technique that's out there where you can um, apply it to pregnant women to help put their babies. And it's been really successful. Uh, a lot of women that are personally treated with um, that were pregnant, they found that their pregnancy was not as painful, especially if this was their second or third child. 
Uh, pregnancy was not as painful. The delivery was not as long. Um, the sciatic pain that a lot of women tend to get when they're pregnant, they did not have that. Um, they were just more comfortable. Uh, their blood pressure was really good. Um, we did nutritional uh, consults with them just because they were already a little overweight before they got pregnant and we were concerned about gestational diabetes. That was all taken care of, like pregnancy and chiropractic are wonderful. Because for pregnant women, there's nothing, there's no drugs you can really take because you don't mm -hmm. want anything to happen to your baby as it's growing or in development. So chiropractic care is the best thing for them. Okay, that's good to know. So, so you talk to uh, the pregnant ladies. What about for men over the age of 30? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Who knows? They need some help. Yes, I'm good for that, too. Yes. Nah, I'm just Men over age of 30, we're definitely good for helping you guys. Um, getting back to exercising because mm. you've been in the workforce for a little bit. Your mm. lifestyle has changed, so you're not able to get to the gym like you used to. We'll get you on a rehab plan going. Get you stretching to help those tight muscles and shorten muscles. Mm. Uh, what else do we do? We give you support and encouragement, even give you some supplements to help with, uh, for some, sleep, fatigue, uh, depression even setting in at early 30s for a lot of people. So yeah, we're there for the guys too. Chiropractors love the guys too. <laughs> we appreciate that. And to the audience, I can verify all of this. I got a lot of great information from Dr. Glass. And I need to start stretching again. Ah, getting older. That's right. Getting older. Hit that butterfly. Hit that butterfly. Yeah, that's my least favorite one, but <laughs> it's, it, it works. It works. That's um, right. So, Dr. Glass, tell us, what do you like to do when you're not cracking and popping bones? Ooh, when I'm not cracking and popping bones, uh -huh. uh, I love to do paperwork. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big part of my job. <laughs> Tell the audience one more time about your practice and how people can find you on social media if they have any additional questions. Yes. So my practice is Functional Health Centers. I'm in Frisco, Texas, which is north of Dallas. I'm off the toll road. The address is 1518 Legacy Drive, Suite 280, Frisco, Texas, 75034. Uh, social media, you can find us on Facebook. It's CR Functional Health Centers. Uh, on Facebook, please go like the page. I'll like their page. Um, if you have questions, feel free to get in touch with me. You can uh, look me up online at www.functionalhealthcenters.com. And again, the type of practice that I have is a general family practice. Babies, uh, children, teens, adults, elderly. Please come in, come see me. I love to help all. 
there's no age that's too young and no age too old. Currently, my age range goes from uh, four weeks is the youngest patient I've treated and 95 years old, and everybody's had good success in between, too. Awesome. That's what we do. That's what I do. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you. Yes. No you. problem. Thank you guys so much for having me. This was fun. Yes. It was. We appreciate your time, Dr. Glass. We know that you're busy. Um, so, yeah, just thank you again for that. No problem. So we just finished our interview with Dr. Amanda Glass. She gave us some really good tips on the type of conditions you can go in for treatment, like whether it's prenatal or if you have migraines, things like that. Um, so what we're going to do in this section is just pretty much discuss between Jonathan, Marcia, and I are some of our takeaways and some of the things that stood out to us the most. For me, as I discussed when it comes to came to the interview, what I learned was that going to the chiropractor is more than just going for back pain um, and things of that nature, which I experienced when I was younger. Now I know that I can go for my migraines or you can go for prenatal care um, and things like that. Like she said, her youngest patient was four weeks. So you're never too young and you're never too old to go and get this um this natural holistic approach of medicine. So that's what I really liked about our conversation. Marcia? Oh yeah, I really enjoyed the conversation. Uh, my takeaways, I guess I had two main takeaways. Uh, the fact that uh, the practice of seeing a chiropractor can help with re uh, frequent migraines. Mm. I thought that that was a really good takeaway. I mean, a lot of the times I don't really get frequent migraines, but of those that I knew that know that has them, um, they usually pop a lot of Advil or kind of take a lot of painkillers. Mm -hmm. um, you know, shut the lights out, kind of get into a quiet space. Um, but if you can find something natural um, and holistic, like going to a chiropractor, I would think that that would be uh, a better choice than probably the painkillers. Um, but I don't experience migraines, so I don't know. <laughs> um, and also the stretching daily. I think I'm going to incorporate that into my lifestyle. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I do the one big stretch when I get up in the morning, but that's about it. And so I think that even frequent stretches while I'm at my desk, um, you know, every hour or two, just get up and do a big stretch. I think that'll be uh, helpful. I'm going to add that to my lifestyle. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. What about you, Jonathan? For me, uh, stretching was big. Like I said, I... I'd gone to Dr. Glass before she was a doctor uh, as she was finishing up and she really st stressed the importance of stretching and as you get older obviously your your muscles and your bones get older too and you need to be able to keep them fresh and stretching is one of the ways you can do that so kind of took a break from it but it's <laughs> always good to hear again uh, about you know what we need to do to make our our health a little bit better so I'll incorporate that as you also said um, another thing I didn't know was how much chiropractors can work with pregnant women and kids and children mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and how it can make the birthing process a little bit better and less painful so I didn't know that at all good information and lastly not necessarily related to our health but uh, Dr. Glass mentioned that there aren't many African-American chiropractors and, you know, as we kind of look at representation, uh, it's important for uh, 
kids who maybe never even heard of what a chiropractor is to be exposed to that. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad she was able to come on and kind of talk about what she does on a day-to-day basis. And I know, since I know Dr. Glass personally, I know how much she enjoys treating her patients and how much of a difference she's made in their lives. So uh, it's important that kids get exposure to this so that in the future there are more uh, black chiropractors or more chiropractors of color so that they can help treat people that look just like them. I think that's a good point. You made a, a couple good points, Jonathan. To go back to the kids being treated, she said our youngest patient was how old? Four weeks. Four, four weeks old. Yeah. I can't even imagine what happens at the chiropractor when you're four weeks yeah. old. Yeah. Like, your muscles and bones are so tiny at yeah. that point, but um, that was an amazing thing to learn mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do think um, that it's really awesome um, that she's very driven and understands the importance of being visual, uh, visible in our community uh, for our youth to have something else to aspire to as well. Absolutely. So thanks everybody for joining us. We'll holler at you next time. Bye y'all. Peace out. Thanks for joining us. Click the link in our info box to get more information about our guests. If you liked what you heard, please review us on iTunes and SoundCloud. If you have any questions about today's episode or just questions in general, please email us at youngblackhealthy at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Young Black and Healthy. Young Black and Healthy is written and produced by Aisha Williams, Marcia Ekoramadu, and Jonathan Leonard. Health is well. Mm-hmm.